welcome to a podcast for Redefined Sisters. We are a discipling community of women flourishing in faith and redefined by the gospel. Our deepest desire is to equip women to be deeply rooted in the word of God and live in community with one another. Well, welcome back, ladies, to the Redefined Sisters podcast. Emily, we are going to play this or that. So I'm going to read you a couple questions, and then you're going to give me the answers. So number one, hot chocolate with whipped cream or marshmallows. Number two, sugar cookies or gingerbread cookies. Three, do you like a peppermint mocha or a gingerbread latte? Four, build a snowman or build a blanket fort. And five, fuzzy socks or cozy slippers. Okay, so I'm really excited. I would have to say hot chocolate with marshmallows. Number two, sugar cookies with homemade frosting. Number three, I'm going to have to go with both peppermint mocha and gingerbread latte because my mouth is already watering. Number four, I would have to say build a snowman since we never see snow here in Texas. Number five, fuzzy socks all the way, but this morning I chose my cozy slippers. So what about you, Jordan? So I love some hot chocolate with marshmallows. Sometimes I don't mind whipped cream. I think it just depends on the kind of hot chocolate. I love sugar cookies with homemade frosting. It's delicious, hands down, one of my favorites. Peppermint mocha with oat milk. Definitely. And personally, I would rather build a blanket fort than build a snowman because I do not like the cold whatsoever. I don't like being in the snow. And I live in Northwest Indiana and we've had so much snow this past week and it's really cold outside. And currently I am wearing my double layered fuzzy socks but I do love some good slippers once in a while. So fun. Thank you for sharing. Yes, you too. Well, we hope you'll join us for an amazing year in the presence of God. Use code PODCAST10 all year long, and don't forget to order your set-apart shirt for the conference before they run out. We cannot wait to hug you in person. If you're interested, the link to register will be in the description box. Pray about it and make plans to join us in April. We have a fun weekend planned, a discipleship workshop, community groups, life teaching, and worship, plus a dessert bar, vendors, and a Redefined Sisters booth. Coffee and snacks will be provided by our partnering church. All that your heart desires. So this week, join us for a beautiful conversation as we begin a new series over discipleship in the local church. Emily will be writing a discipleship guide for the conference, but we wanted to share what God is doing in both of our hearts to each of you. Discipleship is the foundation of our mission statement. Our mission is to equip women to be rooted in the word of God and lead them deeper into community. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or tea, grab your journal, and join us as we continue this series. This will be perfect for any woman, so listen along anytime, anywhere. I, Jordan, will be your host, joined by my dear friend, Emily. Hi, ladies. 
She is also the founder of Redefine Sisters. Thank you for the gracious support, sister, and we would love it if you could subscribe to this podcast so we reach more women with the hope of the gospel. Before we dive into this episode, we want to hear your story. If it has been a difficult season for you, please let us know how we can continue to support you through prayer. Email our team, hello at redefinedsisters.com, and share with us. We would love to hear from you. Enter to win our special giveaway, a free admission ticket to our upcoming women's conference in the spring of 2024. Emily, would you like to go over God's word with us? Yes, I would love to. So as you know, here at Redefined Sisters, we want to equip you to be rooted in God's word. And our foundation for that is that we see throughout the scriptures, Jesus taught that God's word, the scriptures have authority over our lives as believers and followers of Christ. So we should filter everything through this living and abiding truth. Jesus started with a group of disciples the 12, while spending more intentional time teaching and modeling how to live a life pleasing to the Lord by deeply investing in Peter, James, and John. These men literally changed the world and the gospel spread. So for more encouragement, read the book of Acts and even go back and read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the gospels. So God's word should lay the foundation and be the focus as we disciple other women. And I'm going to read from Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And I will quickly go back to our mission statement, just to remind us all that the word is so important. So our mission here at Redefine Sisters is to equip women to be rooted in the word of God and lead them deeper into community. So God speaks to us through his word. And we just read a little bit about that, but I'm going to go to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 through 17 and Isaiah 55, verse 11. 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17 says, All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. And Isaiah 55, 11. And as you're listening along, today I am reading from my NASB Bible. So... To be women God desires for us to be, we need to cultivate intentional time in the word, meditating upon his truth, and perhaps journaling to really reflect on what the Holy Spirit is speaking over our hearts. So it's great to find a consistent time and place every day where we can cultivate a deeper relationship with the Lord. And as moms, this can be hard. I understand this. So for me, I know the best time to do this with homeschooling my son is waking up a little bit earlier in the mornings to have some coffee, to be able to read my Bible. Because once we get the day going, it, it gets very busy with trying to help him with his schoolwork. So that's what works for me. You may have a completely different schedule and that's okay. I think just planning that out and seeing what might work best for you. 
So read the Bible. Read through the Bible with women in your church. We have a reading calendar that releases monthly. So if you need a reading plan that doesn't feel overwhelming or perhaps you need support in simply beginning to open your Bible, this is a great place to begin. The accountability with women in your church and our community may be life-giving in this journey for you. So intentionality does require some planning, preparation, and prayer. And I'm going to read John chapter 8, verses 31 through 32. So Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him, if you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine. And then we'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. So I get really excited about the topic of discipleship because it's so near and dear to my heart with um, just all that God has done throughout this uh, process for me personally. When I was in seminary, I studied about it. I read about it. I, the first, I think, no, it was probably the second church I ever worked at. I was invited to be a part of a women's discipleship group, and it really literally changed my life. And so I'm very passionate about this. And this is truly what God used to plant in my heart, the desire to equip women in the word, because it's so important. It really affects our entire lives. It affects how we disciple our children, how we connect with women in our church, how we share the gospel how we interact with our coworkers at work that don't know Christ. It's so, so important. And this is literally our foundation for everything we do. So next we are going to talk about prayer. So prayer was vitally important to Jesus. And you will actually see through the gospels that normally it would be very early in the morning or very late at night when he was praying or he would be able to break away from the crowds. So this is an important example to us as well. Those are the times of the day where you are likely to encounter less distractions than you would throughout the day. So he spent all night in prayer before he selected his disciples. So we need to pray for women and be intentional about investing in their lives to pray with them loving and guiding them towards growth and maturity in Christ so they can effectively replicate other women who are followers of Jesus, right? We need to continue to equip other women so they can be effective disciple makers as well. It doesn't just stop with us. Um, it should continue on and the process should keep going. So we want these women to love and cherish the word. I'm going to read in Luke chapter 6, verses 12 through 13. It was at this time that he went off to the mountain to pray, and he spent the whole night in prayer to God. Verse 13, and when day came, he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them, whom he also named as apostles. So I would consider reading through the book Disciple Her, by Candy Gallaty with your women's ministry leadership teams to prepare and plan to disciple women. I read this book while I was in seminary and it was extremely impactful and helpful to me in my own journey and in how I disciple other women. So I would highly encourage that for you to pick up a copy. I'm sure you can get it off Amazon. 
So pray for God to bring to mind the women he is calling you to invest in by creating smaller community groups where you can truly know each woman deeply. Because when you're in a large group Bible study, it's harder to walk alongside another woman. It's harder to really know what she's going through. So create a plan for reading through scripture and memorizing God's word together. Try selecting one or two verses to memorize throughout the month and help keep one another accountable. So what I like to do, I typically will memorize passages of scripture. Some of it is what I'm reading through in the Bible reading plan, but also some of it is maybe something I'm struggling with or wrestling through. Then I will memorize passages that will help me through that season and help me depend on God more. So decide where and when to meet. So my suggestion is to meet weekly or bi-weekly to stay consistent, depending on schedules and make it fun based on the needs of women in your group. And lastly, you can plan to attend a women's conference and or other events together within your local church to create community, to promote growth in Christ. And Jordan, do you want to read some verses over God's word and prayer for us? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, ladies, we are going to turn over to the book of Psalms and go to chapter 119. We're going to read 105 to 109. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. I have solemnly sworn to keep your righteous judgments. I am severely afflicted. Lord, give me life according to your word. Lord, please accept my free will offerings of praise and teach me your judgments. My life is constantly in danger, yet I do not forget your instruction. Next, we're going to turn over to Matthew chapter 4, verses 4 through 11. He answered, it is written, man must not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. But the devil took him to the holy city, had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will give his angels orders concerning you, and they will support you with their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus told him, It is also written, Do not test the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him to the very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, I will give you all these things if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus told him, go away, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and only serve him. Then the devil left him and the angels came and began to serve him. Next, we're going to turn to the book of Luke, chapter 11, verse 28. He said, rather, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Next, we're going to turn to Proverbs chapter 30, verses 5 and 6. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Don't add to his words or he will rebuke you and you will be proved a liar. Next, let's go to Isaiah chapter 40, verses 6 through 8. A voice was saying, cry out. Another said, what should I cry out? All humanity is grass, and all its goodness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fade when the breath of the Lord blows on them. Indeed, the people are grass. 
the grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God remains forever. Next, we're going to go to James chapter 5, verse 16. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. Next, we're going to go back to Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 14. Whenever you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites because they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into your private room, shut your door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. When you pray, don't babble like the Gentiles because they imagine they'll be heard for their many words. Don't be like them because your father knows the things you need before you ask him. Therefore, you should pray like this. Our father in heaven, your name will be honored as holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts. For we have also forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their offenses, your heavenly father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive others, your father will not forgive your offenses. And lastly, we're going to turn to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 18 through 20. Pray at all times in the spirit with every prayer and request and stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. Pray also for me that the message may be given to me when I open my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel. For this, I am ambassador in chains. Pray that I may be bold enough to speak about it as I should. And before we go, we are going to end in prayer because that is something that we like to do within our discipleship group. And we really feel its effect with, with having it in the podcast also. And we love hearing responses about it. So Father, thank you for today. Thank you for having us wake up and being able to work for your glory. Thank you for these beautiful ladies that are listening in. I pray for each and every one of them. Show your love to them. Show them strength. Show them patience. Father, we strive to live by your word, and we want to show your love to others and show that they are loved just as much as anyone else. I pray that each woman who is listening walks away with something and puts it into practice. We pray for a better prayer life. We pray for staying in your word and keeping you close. Thank you for your new mercies every single morning. And thank you for your unconditional love. Amen. Isn't that so, beautiful? Thank you. So ladies, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you will delight in the presence of God with other redefined sisters. It's going to be amazing pursuing Jesus together. A new episode will be released bi-weekly. And next time we will chat about Bible study methods. Bye, ladies. Bye. Thank you for listening. To continue the conversation with us, join our free membership community at www.facebook.com slash groups slash redefined sisters. We cannot wait to connect with you.